Empower Radio presents Out of the Fog. Join intuitive guide and spiritual teacher Karen Hager for lively, positive conversation with lightworkers, healers, and dynamic wisdom keepers. Get ready for inspiration and connection. This is Out of the Fog on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Karen Hager. Hello and welcome to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager. Each week at this time, we gather for a spiritual conversation and enlightening guests. I want to spark your spirit and ignite your soul. I want to get you moving from stuck to unstuck, out of fear, and into love. I am glad you're here. Time and distance are no barrier to energy, and that means that no matter when you're listening, no matter how you found us, you're here for a reason. And I hope something you hear in the next hour opens your heart and helps you move forward. So you guys all know that I'm a professional intuitive, right? I connect with people who are in transition, who are wanting to move forward, but find themselves stuck and looking for spirit-led insight about their soul path, about their next steps. And I was working with someone a few weeks ago who was feeling so stuck, so down on herself, so absolutely at the very end of everything that she was motionless. I mean, she couldn't get out of bed most days. She was truly stuck. There was no forward movement. She was lying there. And not because she was lazy or bad or not trying, not at all. When I looked at this woman's energy, I could see a generous, vibrant, powerful, passionate, creative being. That's who she really was. But she lost the thread of connection, the the lifeline, and she was feeling adrift. And as I talked with her, I was I felt guided to ask her about some past events, some hurts, some shame that she was showing me energetically. And even though none of those things were were happy or, or pleasant to talk about, as she allowed herself to share some of her story with me, I could feel her energy lift just by sharing, just by giving voice to her story she began to gain the power to change it if she chose to do so. And by the time we were at the end of our session, this woman had gained some powerful realizations about how her past and how her beliefs about her past, the, the scars and the pain, were literally stopping her from moving. And because she wasn't afraid to look at that clearly, she also gained one of the most liberating tools I know, the courage and the freedom to act in love instead of fear so that she could start to experience joy, start to live again. Now my guest on today's show is Shan Vanderleek. As an author, a coach, a transformation goddess, Shan works with women all over the world to help them open their hearts, heal their past, and embrace joy and self-love. I will introduce you to Shan in just a minute, but first, 
head over to fogcitypsychic.com and click on everything. Go ahead, go crazy, click on everything. You can find out about upcoming classes and events. There's an online gallery reading come up, coming up on Saturday, March 30th. That is going to be a ton of fun. Um, all you need is a phone for that, and we connect on a Saturday afternoon. Everyone on that call gets a um, quick personal reading from me, and we laugh our heads off and share good stuff, and it's I love that. That's on uh, the online gallery readings on March 30th, and you can also get the skinny on a free class that I'm offering with he uh, healer Lisa Tunney on Wednesday, April 3rd. That's a, oh, that's a good class too, so check those things out. You can even book a private session with me if you are so inclined. That's at fogcitypsychic.com. And now, Shan Vanderleek is the founder of True Balance International, co-founder of Anxiety Slayer, and creator of the Sacred Heart Teachings program. Shan coaches powerful women in transition who are ready to reclaim their feminine sovereignty and transform their precious lives. She's a mama, author, entrepreneur, artist, and mentor to the women who are attracted to her transformational work. Shan's courageous journey of self-discovery includes yoga teacher training, silent retreat, deep shadow work, artist's way facilitation, wise woman gatherings, and healing sweat lodge ceremonies. You can find out more about Shan and her work at sacredheartteachings.com. Shan, welcome to Out of the Fog. Thank you, Karen. It's wonderful to be here with you today. Oh, thank you. I love the generous, transformative energy that you bring to every interview we do together. And I personally, I believe that the voice, the energy of the voice, has the power to start change, spark change in people. Do you feel that way? Do you feel that just by kind of talking here, you can make some change? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, the voice is very, the voice is very powerful. Radio is a very powerful medium, I think, for helping get some tools to people who may be feeling a little bit isolated. I agree. And through conversation, we can really open ourselves up to so much more, very much like the story that you shared at the beginning of the show. What a, what a wonderful opportunity for, for you and, and this client of yours to, to come together and, and help her transition from where she was to this, this new place of, hope. Mm -hmm. Well, and it wasn't, I didn't do anything except shine a little bit of light in there. The, the work, the change, the shift came from her willingness to, to change. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Have you ever worked with someone who was feeling that immobilized or have you ever felt that immobilized yourself? I, I have both felt that immobilized myself and worked with others who have. And I think that one of the reasons why this new program came together is certainly because of my own experience over the years and then also informed by others in, in a way that led me to this place of, my goodness, we aren't experiencing this alone. I am not alone. She is not alone. We are not alone. It's time that we talk about the things that make us sad or make us feel bad. And, and it's time that we use the tools that we have at our disposal to move past them because 
we certainly can move past them if we just know how, if we have the resources that help us get from where we are now to a, a more comfortable, joyful place. There's a, there's a common thread sometimes in, in people who I connect with who may feel that they deserve to be in the place that they're in, that mm. they, because of the things that have happened to them or the things they carry, um, they may feel that they don't deserve to, to sort of have that better experience, be in that better place. And I think as women, sometimes we, if we get stuck, we might feel like we have to keep going anyway, right? Um, because we have, we have a duty to keep going or a duty to live with it. What, what do you think of that? Well, I agree. I think that we subconsciously erect these incredible walls, these protective walls around our hearts to insulate ourselves from, from any pain or trauma we might have endured. And um, because we are so good at juggling and taking responsibility for so many different roles that we place, um, when you add all of those responsibilities to those protective walls and, and to the, the shame or the, the suffering, that deep suffering that we carry, we can find ourselves in that immobilized state. And we simply must remove those barriers that keep us from experiencing compassion and self-care. And, uh, you know, that there's just nothing more important than to be rid of, of that heavy, thick sadness, that, that place of, of no return, each and every one of us deserve to come through that. Mm. And that's where it can be helpful to have someone holding the flashlight. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like I did for my client, like you do for women all over the world going, hey, um, take a look at this and, and maybe support feeling like you have support. I mean, there's all that yuck. If we think of that as like all the stuff we throw down in the basement and we close the door, right? If, if we have someone who's willing to like stand on the first step with us and shine down that stuff, you know, shine the flashlight and go, look, this is okay. You can look at this. I'll stand right here with you while you look at it. That can be a big help. No question. I, I think that, again, that speaks to uh, when you're, when you're feeling ashamed or when you're feeling guilt-ridden or when you're feeling, you're playing that, um, I call it that tape, even though who listens to tape anymore, but where you're, <laughs> you're rewinding and playing, rewinding and playing and dragging yourself through the muck of maybe some choices or decisions you made that you're not very proud of or experiences that you've had, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so you're looking at this, this reel of information that makes you feel small, that makes you feel bad, that, that keeps you in your pain body. And my goal and my wish, and as I know yours is, is to shine that light and to admit that I've been there too. Yes. And just because I'm doing this transformational work, um, just because I've chosen the path that I'm on, well, maybe the reason why I have <laughs> is to heal myself so that I can walk alongside of you and help you do the same thing and, and to show you that, that you're not alone. Oh, that's so powerful because there's that fear. If I'm immobilized, if I'm in that dark place, that 
anyone who looks at me is going to be better than me or they might be all shiny and perfect, right? Right. Um, so if I connect with you, Shan, as a, as a spiritual teacher, as a coach, as the creator of this really powerful, the sacred heart teachings that we're going to be talking about here in a second, that you will be all perfect and shiny. And that when I come into contact with you, my weakness, my stuckness, all the yuck I put in the basement, you're going to be able to see all that. And then I'll have more shame. Right. And it's just not true because I could, Karen, you and I could be on this radio program for the next, I don't know how many years, sharing stories uh, about the things and the choices that I've made and the experiences that I have that aren't shiny, but certainly, you know, but certainly um, they've informed my time here and they're, they are um, the obstacles that we overcome, the the hurts that we, um, that we receive and and feel um, in our lifetimes. And, and even though our stories are not identical, um, we all have them. We all have these chapters in our lives that are uncomfortable, that make us feel bad. And we can address them, look at them, dig deep, and move beyond it. And instead of that breaking us, it lights us up. It opens everything up when we do that. No question about it. Now you you have people go to Sacred Heart Teachings and then just go poke around. Would you guys go look at everything Shan does? She has there's an awesome blog that she does. There's so much good work she's putting in the world. You have a new a new program called the Sacred Heart Teachings. Can you to me, Sacred Heart is a little bit loaded. It's loaded in a good way because of my uh, kind of traditional religious background. Mm-hmm. What does Sacred heart teachings mean? Well, I think the best way to describe it is is to think about it this way, that beneath our personal stories of pain and discomfort, we can access wholeness, love, and compassion. And we do this from the heart. So as I was working on creating this program, which is so much from my personal experience and, and experience working with women over the last six years, I wanted to have, I wanted to create a guide or a pathway that would help people heal their past and gently open their hearts so that they could see that, oh my goodness, I I can do this. And, And sometimes it's as simple as moving my body or listening to a guided relaxation or getting my thoughts on the page or finding a mentor or friend or spiritual guide or, you know, et cetera, to, so that I can be seen, that it's okay to be seen. And so the goal here is to help people come to that place where they start to feel better about themselves and, and to know that they're beloved and that they're perfect just as they are and not to remain um, shackled to that, that pain and shame and suffering. Mm. And what, what, does the, what does the sacred, I know what sacred means to me, what does the sacred mean when you put that with these teachings? That's very beautiful, very powerful. Well, to me is that it's, this is, could there be anything more important than coming home to yourself and being able to wipe the mirror clean and see 
yourself for the miracle that you are, for the divine being that you are. There could be nothing further from the truth that you are not a divine being, a sacred person. And so it just, the, you know, this came to me as, as so many things do. It was just like simply, this, this is half has to be how I explain this, that this is such a personal, deep, introspective look at ourselves, but in a safe place and facilitated by somebody who is doing her work and is, and is showing up willing to be transparent and share from my own personal stories and, and those of which I've learned you know, over the years. And is there a particular story or a particular time in your life that you feel might especially resonate with those who are wondering about what would happen if they took that step, wondering what would happen if they explored? Oh, that's a great question. I think, you know, there are several, there are several chapters that I've shared, but I think that um, for the purposes of this interview, the best thing to share is is that this transformation for me began about 10 years ago when my daughter was just about two years old. And as you know, Karen, once you become a mama, um, boy, the, the world changes. And there is this knowing and this astuteness that accompanies that foray into motherhood. And, and I wanted to be a healthier version of me so that I could show up and be the healthiest possible role model and mother to my daughter. And so my child became the catalyst for my lifestyle transformation, um, for sure. And, you know, and then there, there are many pieces that come along with it, but it started with her. And it's interesting that it, it, it took um, the miracle of her birth <laughs> to bring me to my rebirth. Mm. And as you know, being a parent, I'm the, I'm the mom of, of two boys who are now 13 and 10. That in itself blows my mind because there's nothing to help you mark the passage of time better than watching someone who used to be about, you know, a centimeter long. Suddenly my 13-year-old is taller than I am. How did that happen? Um, but when you, as, as you have that mark for the, for the passage of time, it really, at least what what it's done for me is make me more aware that I have, we, we are mortal. I have time here in this human incarnation to use for my highest and best good to use, to bring light to other people and do all that. And also, you know, I don't know, have fun and laugh my head off and do all those things too. And that how we use our precious time is so important in the difference that we make in the world and in our own personal lives. No question. I think about uh, you know where I was and the experiences that I had before my daughter was born, and and they were great. It's it's not that I'm discounting what was. It was that it, things needed to change um, for me to to step into that role that I wanted to step into, and in doing so, I, I realized that I had to be and and care you know take better care of myself 
because for a long time I was lost in my career aspirations. I had lost interest in and respect for my divinely feminine physical being. I became uh, very wrapped up in a predominantly male culture, um, very fierce warrior, very much closed off to my femininity, and at one point um, certainly preferred the company of men over women. Um, didn't, I didn't really um, trust women for a, for a long time, uh, and now I understand what that was all about. You know, back then I didn't. It just seemed easier to, um, to remain hiding out like a child under a coffee table steeped in masculine energy um, because, why? Because my heart was covered in layers of heavy armor and it just didn't occur to me to flaunt being the, the woman that I, that I now know I am. Wow. And that, at least in my experience of the Sacred Heart teachings, although I imagine they are accessible to men, my sense is that they are mostly written for women. Are you mostly working with women? I am, and, and certainly it, it is something that could be experienced by a man and actually could probably be helpful for men who would l like to better understand women. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but yes, this is... This is for women to, to come back into their divinely feminine selves to be able to call up repressed emotions and learn more about themselves and know that it's okay to get in touch with their feelings and, and that they don't have to be um, a warrior all the time and, and strong all the time and carrying the weight of everything on their shoulders all mm. the time and, um, and, and that they're not alone. I remember um, just, you know, working like crazy, and I, and I loved it, so it's not that I didn't enjoy it, but I worked so much and used my brain so much that I was physically inactive, and um, with exception of, like, weekend warrior adventures, um, oh. which led to escalating body weight and um, migraine headaches and, and basically understanding and realizing that I was out of touch with my body. I had completely kicked my body to the curb. So a part of this compassionate self-care, a part of this awakening um, as, as a mother was, oh my goodness, I, I have to take inventory of my life. I have to consciously create a new way of, of caring for myself so that once, once I make that a part of my daily bread, my daily ritual, I can show up as a better mom, as a, as a better wife, as a better entrepreneur, et cetera, et cetera, and so on. And, you know, it's just how many of us are not living in our bodies. Well, and there's a, what that makes me think of, Shan, is I'm remembering holding my um, son. Both my children came to our family by adoption, but both of them came as, as infants. And I remember holding my newborn son. He'd been, he was six hours old. And looking down at him and thinking and knowing at a deep level, if I parent with the same anger and contempt that I show for myself, if I were to parent a child in this way, mm -hmm. I could really do some serious damage. And so it's time now to look at how am I parenting myself before I can go on and then just begin to parent. Absolutely. It's, it's such a a wonderful way 
to describe it because we, and I've had several um, good friends over the years say, you know, wow, would you, would you treat your daughter that way when, you know, they're witnessing me in a, in a place of just, you know, the beatings will continue until morale improves. <laughs> One of those moments, right? Where thankfully, if you do have a good friend um, or more than one or whomever, um, she will tell you, uh, hello, that you're being awfully mean to yourself. What, what's that all about? And, and to, you know, and part of that is learning how to pay attention to your inner dialogue. What are we saying? What is going through our heads? How are we referring to ourselves in conversation? Um, are we, are, are we trying to remain small? Are we trying to hide and not be seen? Um, are we even aware of what's going on in our bodies and, um, are we, uh, are we embracing what I call a sacred heart method that unites your mind, body, and spirit with the divine? Are we doing that? Wow. Chances, you know, chances are most of us aren't. You are listening to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager. My guest is Shan Vanderleek. We're talking about the Sacred Heart Teachings. You can find out more at sacredheartteachings.com. I've got a special coupon code for you from Shan, and I'll tell you what it is right after this. Ranger Station, Ranger speaking. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting. Location? Uh, in the woods, just outside of town. Oh, not surprising. You've got your home. Bears have theirs. Yeah, but see, this wasn't just any bear. This bear was wearing jeans and a hat, as in a smoky bear. Jeans and a hat. That's definitely smoky. What exactly did he have to say? Well, we, we were about to head home, you know, after having a bonfire. Oh, I can guess where this is going. Right, right. See, Smokey told me the fire wasn't actually out. He said if it's too hot to touch, it's too hot to leave. That's true. Did you know that 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans? That means 9 out of 10 wildfires can be prevented. Wow, no kidding? I'm a forest ranger. We never kid. Sorry. <laughs> that, that was a joke. Oh. Get your smoky on. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference because 9 out of 10 wildfires are caused by humans. Brought to you by Smokey Bear, the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. People have all kinds of excuses for not saving energy. I didn't plug it in. I'll turn it off later. It's not my music. It's just one phone charger. So um, we don't have those Energy Star appliances. So that old window leaks. How much energy and money could the new ones really save? Maybe it's time to stop making excuses and start doing some simple things to save the energy and resources we can. Because a little here and a little there can add up to a lot later. And you just never know what people will need in the future. My name is Sarah, and I'm going to get started today. We can all help save more energy for tomorrow. What's your excuse? For more energy-saving tips that also save money, visit loseyourexcuse.gov parents. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy, the Ad Council, and the station. Sassy! Sassy! 
This week's episode, Rattlesnake at the Pond. Oh, Johnny, skipping rocks at the pond sure is fun. Hey, look, a moving stick. That ain't a stick. That's a rattlesnake. Sassy, we're in danger. Good idea, Sassy. Go get Mr. Gunderson. You will in a second, but first you'd like to tell us something we may not know about animal shelters in the United States? It's getting close, Sassy. Approximately 8 million pets enter shelters each year? The majority of which are in shelters because of owner-related issues that the animals have no control over? Sassy the rattlesnake! Save us, Sassy! What, Sassy? You wish you were videotaping this? Sassy! Sassy is brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Remember, adopt! And now back to Out of the Fog with Karen Hager on Empower Radio. EmpowerRadio.com Welcome back to Out of the Fog. I'm Karen Hager, and my guest on today's show is author, coach, and transformation goddess Shan Vanderleek. We're talking about the sacred heart teachings. That is tools to help you open your heart and, and heal the past, to help you experience joy and compassionate self-care. You can find out more about Shan and her work at sacredheartteachings.com. And Shan, I was teasing a little bit before we went into the break. You've got a special coupon code. So if there are listeners today who want to experience the Sacred Heart teachings, you're doing something very nice. What are you doing for these nice people? I am offering 20% off of the Sacred Heart Teachings digital program. And they can easily get access to that offer by visiting the website and then making their purchase and typing out of the fog in all lowercase in the coupon code area. Okay, awesome. So if I go to sacredheartteachings.com and then I go and I check out and I type out of the fog all little letters in in the coupon area, I'm good to go? You're good to go. It's that easy. Wow. So tell me what what are the Sacred Heart teachings? We've been talking about the philosophy behind them. What what do people what what is the thing? What do I get? <laughs> well, the objective of the Sacred Heart teachings is to help you discover how to recognize and end subconscious patterns of self-abuse, um, to help you uncover and let go of what no longer serves you and to open to yourself, wipe the mirror clean, and welcome the truth of your divinity. What you get is all kinds of sacred goodness. It, this is a program that's a media of, excuse me, immediately available in digital format. There's also a private online portal that we've created if you prefer to work online. And then this is a perfect way to access the teachings if you don't have high-speed internet. There are journaling exercises to help you gently open to yourself, stories very much like what we've been sharing today to support you through your transformational journey, the Sacred Heart Healing Cycle to help you identify the feelings you may be experiencing when you're doing your work, gentle yoga classes to accompany your deep introspection, guided relaxations that also help you get the support you need to rest and unwind. I've also included an eclectic uh, Sacred Heart playlist, the music that I listen to while creating this program, 
as well as loads of inspirational quotes, sacred poetry, and additional resources. Lots and lots of, of big love. And there's yes. also a component of this that keeps us connected for four months. Anybody that decides to become a Sacred Heart Teachings owner um, will receive four months of sacred email to support you on your journey. And you'll receive the first email about a week after your purchase to give you some time to acquaint yourself with the material. So I've just packed this full of love, uh, full of of what what I deem to be an, a holistic experience. This is mind, body, and soul work. This is so important when we decide that I'm ready. I'm willing to look closely at my emotions, my attitudes, my behaviors, because when we're doing that, that inner work that we do, we need time to, to relax and reflect. We need time to move our bodies. We need time for our, our sacred selves to do the work. Mm. And it, it goes back to what we were talking about a little bit before the break about um, the beatings will continue until morale improves. I'm going to write that mm-hmm. down somewhere. But when you're ready to, when you give yourself permission to accept the invitation that's always out there, I believe, from the divine, reconnect, plug yourself back in, take a step back, look at what's hurting you, look at what's holding you back. When you allow yourself to step forward in that invitation right then, in that moment, the second you decide you're going to do that, that's when change happens. Mm-hmm. When, at least in my experience, when I continue to treat myself the same way I've always treated myself, I just go around and around and around and around and around in circles. Nothing changes right. for me. Right. And, it's, and it's when I go, okay, that's it. I'm done now here. We're not doing it this way anymore. We're going to start something new. That's when the healing begins. Right. So true. So true. And it makes me think of uh, a beautiful um, poem by Leonard Cohen that I love to share. And that is, ring the bells that can still ring. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Oh, I love that. I love that. There's this idea, we talked about it a little bit earlier, of shiny perfection, of, of being able to make yourself absolutely slick and smooth, right? Perfect hair, perfect body, perfect face, perfect mate, perfect career, perfect everything. And that slickness and shininess, that's out there because it's an illusion, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's out there because we're meant to contrast ourselves against that, not to feel bad about ourselves, but to realize that we are not all slick and smooth and shiny. We are real. We're experiencing life. We're going through pain and experiencing joy. We are always in motion, never truly stuck. Even that woman face down on her bed and unable to move was in motion. Mm-hmm. Even she was perceiving herself as stuck. It's a beautiful, that's just, that's just a beautiful, that's just a beautiful poem. When you say the time for healing is now, that's not a, a punishment. Like what's the matter with you get up and heal already faster, faster. It's an invitation, isn't it? It really is an invitation. We, we all deserve to move beyond 
our pain and suffering, each and every one of us. And the best thing that we can do right now is to forgive ourselves and forgive everyone else who's ever done us harm to stop carrying the weight of a painful past like oh, so many of us do. I, I liken it to carrying a backpack with, with a load of beach stones that is, you know, you can't fit one more stone in that pack and it's just killing your shoulder. And yet you, you know, want to keep adding more. <laughs> and instead of adding more, set the pack down. Stop committing these, these acts of violence against yourself each day. And uh, you know, just imagine what it feels like to be rid of that burden or anger or the grudges you've carried along over the years. Ask yourself, how would it feel to let them all go? And I can tell you from experience, it feels incredible. Mm. And that sometimes as women, as we are loading ourselves up <laughs> the backpack with, with stones, I've got more than one, by the way, so my backpack's heavier than yours, right? There's that thing <laughs> we tell ourselves, right? I'm, my burden's bigger than yours. As I'm loading that up, you know, you tell yourself all the other women are carrying more than I am, right? I shouldn't mm -hmm. complain about this. This is my duty now, not because I'm a martyr, but because I'm a loving, generous soul in the world, I should be carrying all of this. I should be carrying other people and their emotions and their drama. I should be carrying my memories of the things that have, have scarred me and maybe told me I was not very good. I should be carrying my anxious expectations for the future. I put all that in my backpack. And, and when your backpack gets so heavy, there's, you can't move, you can't take a step. Yeah. And through this work, too, you, when you realize that you can set that pack down, the, the lightness that you'll feel is, is incredible. And, you know, it's not to say that the Sacred Heart teachings are a quick fix or some line of BS to make you feel better. That's not what we're talking about. This isn't a, a Band-Aid um, that we put on our heart. This is the experience of extraordinary breakthroughs when you combine deep introspection with moving your body through yoga, with listening to guided relaxations, with learning to rest, unwind, and recover. It's all about you. And you deserve it being all about you so that you can get beyond it, so that you can open your heart and empower the divine within. And you can move through this healing, whether you are working through the Sacred Heart teachings or beginning a journey of uncovering for yourself in any way, you work through it at your own pace. There isn't a, you know what I mean? There's no rule about, okay, you say you want to change, you got six weeks, baby, and then I need to really see some change at the end of this, or you got an hour and a half, let's go, let's fix it, right? You can work through the Sacred Heart teachings at your own pace. Have you? Did you think about that, Shan, doing maybe a mean version, like the boot camp version, where you have like an hour, and if you're not changed, something no bad way. happens? No that, way. That'd be no bad. Way. Yeah, that, yeah, that's probably not, not so great. Um, but being able to go at your own pace is so important. Well, and that's what so many of the, the women have told me about this program, and it hasn't been available for very long, but we did have a, a quite a large beta group and we've had um, several clients move through the program and they love that they can 
choose a, a section and work on it and come back later that they can, oh, you know, for now, I just really feel like doing that grounding exercise. Or this morning, I could just really use that gentle yoga class. And I, I do want to speak to the yoga portion a little bit, too. It's important that everybody know that this is very gentle, beginner yoga. This is not, you've got to go out and buy mats and blocks and special outfits and, you know, and, um, and become the, the consummate yogini. This is, this is about gentle movement. Uh, inviting you to honor your body by getting back inside of it through these gentle exercises. But back to what you were talking about, the the components. Yeah, I didn't want this to be something where, okay, you know, here you go. Let's get this finished um, right now. But but I wanted it to be, hey, if you want to get away for a private retreat and work on this, you can do it in a weekend if you want. You can spread it out over a long period of time. Frankly, this is work that, that I hope you'll continue to do for the rest of your days. This is sacred, holistic work that brings you back mind, body, and soul. So why would we want to stop? We just want to continue to get healthier, to feel more joyful, and, and to stop suffering. We want to connect with our divinity. So how do we do that? Well, we do the work. And this is 10 years later that I'm talking about, you know, the, the work that I've been doing. And I, I'll continue for the rest of my days. I've, I'm perfect, of course, and healed in every way, <clears throat> just, so we're, just so we're clear. But <laughs> no, and, and for me too, Shan, you know a little bit about my, about my personal story. And for me, what I have found is that the more I open, the more I allow, the more I release, the more is there is ahead of me, right? The more opportunities I can see, the more different paths are open to me. And so I don't want to ever stop right. the work the work of healing. This is that thing about how when you get all slick and shiny and perfect, you aren't actually alive, right? You're kind of pretending because part of what living is, is continuing to grow, right? It's like the quest that, that never ends, not in an unsatisfying way, but that when you reach one point where you rest and reassess, you see that there's always more to grow, always more to heal, always more power and joy and connection ahead of you. Mm-hmm. I get Every, a little passionate everyone. about this. <laughs> well, me too. And, and that's the thing. I believe that everybody listening to us right now or, or later in the recording, uh, Everyone deserves time for deep introspection. Everyone deserves to heal their hearts and, and to do so creatively and, and by getting in touch with their divine feminine selves, their, their divinity, that they deserve to honor. You deserve to honor your body with compassionate self-care. And you deserve to face yourself, remove that mask of folly and see that, that perfect creature that you are just as you are. Now, if you're, pardon me, curious about exploring the Sacred Heart Teachings, you can go to sacredheartteachings.com. And if you feel led to take part in this, to take Shan up on her offer, and you use the coupon code out of the fog, all little letters, all smashed together out of the fog, you can receive 20% off the program. Shan, what could someone listening right now, let's say there is someone listening face down on her bed, 
right? The reason she's listening is because she no longer has the strength to turn off the, <laughs> turn off the radio. She just is listening to whatever comes along. Here we are uh-huh. with her. What can we do right now to start some forward movement, to begin to heal the past, to begin this journey, to open a door? Well, the very first thing is, is to say yes to, to looking at your experience, to no longer hide from your, your past or hide from any of the, the guilt and shame, no longer try to numb it out in whichever way you choose, but to say, I'm ready to trade in guilt and shame for grace and self-acceptance. I'm, I'm ready of, I want to let loved ones get close. Um, I want to trust again and deserve to trust again. Um, it really begins with those kinds of statements. That what do you want for yourself? And that each person listening, no matter what they have on their plate in their past and their life experience, that they summon the courage to say yes to some form of sacred healing. Do you feel that telling, telling your story, even if you're just changing the way you tell it to yourself, is a way of, of releasing that? I'm asking that because for me, it was a powerful way of looking at what am I telling myself and what really happened. Yes, it, it is. And, and that's part of the reason why there are such powerful journaling prompts within this program because I want you to dig a little bit deeper and just really sit with these questions and, and not read them and then, and then run, <laughs> but, read, but read them and, and remind yourself that if you've already survived through whatever this situation is that you're suffering from or with, um, that you are strong enough to look at it because in looking at it, you can learn to dissolve it. It's not a magic pill. It's not a magic wand that makes everything just all, like you said, shiny and new and perfect. But what it is, is a a place to find, um, to honor your experience and, and to find the compassion and, and have a better understanding of, of where you are and, and where you might want to go from here. Nobody does that for you. You have to do it yourself. And that's not a punishment. Like, shame on you, now you have to do it yourself. Oh, no. That's, that's an invitation. Don't look for something outside you, right? Right. Use what you have within and then reach for help, right? I think when people reach for help, sometimes it's like grabbing things and stapling them into their energy, right? Okay, I'll have a, here's a guru and <clears throat> here's a potential partner and here's this box of Cheez-Its and I'm just going <clears> to, <throat> pardon me, staple it all into my energy and there, do I feel better? No, I just feel like I'm carrying a guru and a teacher and a box of Cheez-Its, right? Um, right. When, when we start with that impulse from within and then ask for help and then speak from an authentic place within us, Mm -hmm. we've really started the ball rolling and that's such an important part of your work shan i've been following you around for years now and and that um you know in in a a loving way and i'll stop if you want me to um 
but part of an important part of your work, I think, is giving women a voice. What you say matters, and in this space, you are allowed to say it. Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that, you know, that is why there are sacred clarity exercises and journaling exercises and, and, um, reminders to trust ourselves and, um, and stories, supportive stories to, to let you remember and to invite you to see that you're not alone. And, um, and to, as Rumi says, to remember that only from the heart can you touch the sky. So, we deserve to find that place again that, and I talk about it in the sacred heart healing cycle, to come back to that place of, of innocence, of pure love, unconditional love in, in the best way that we know how. And again, it is a process. Of course it is. But that doesn't mean we don't deserve to begin now, to begin where we are and to do our best with it. You are also a transformation goddess. And I can't let you go without asking you what a transformation goddess is. (laughs) Well, a transformation goddess is a woman who is um, not afraid of her divinity, who is ready to embrace herself um, as she is right now, who can look at herself and know that she is a force to be reckoned with, that she's born to be lovingly adored, that she is a goddess who deserves a rich and full guided spiritual awakening. Um, these are women who have figured out that they're no longer going to stand at the back of the line, that they're going to put themselves first, that they're going to let go of martyrdom and useless excuses and let go of those things that no longer serve them. Um, a transformation goddess is creative and spiritual and feminine and, uh, you know, I could go on and on and on. We, transformation goddesses, are enough, we matter, we're loved, we're exactly where we need to be at this moment, and we're brave as we continue to heal ourselves and grow in our confidence and silence our inner critic and just really delight in sacred space and moments of compassionate self-care. Oh, I love that. I, you can't hear me, but I'm grinning ear to ear as you, <laughs> as, you, <laughs> as, you run, as you run through those things because there's our power. There's our divinity. There's our connection with the sacred. There is our heart right there. Mm-hmm. You offer, so if people go to sacredheartteachings.com, there's a lot Um, There's a lot there, too. There are links to your blog. You do a podcast. You're also a co-founder of Anxiety Slayer. Can you say a little bit about all these amazing ways that you make yourself available, make teaching available to people who want to shift? I absolutely love the, uh, I love technology and the ability that we have to create and share and um, I absolutely enjoy uh, working with 
uh, women all around the world in, in various um, platforms and stages. But what I realize is it, it's they're just different ways of looking at um, a lot of the same information. And what I mean by that is Anxiety Slayer is near and dear to my heart and, and partnered with Ananga Severe for three years now. And our main goal is to help people, to get people the tools and resources they need to manage anxiety. It's no big uh, shock that a lot of us are stressed out and very anxious and that we need ways to cope and to get beyond it. And um, so that is a a, a wonderful project that, that we are involved in and will continue to be involved in for as long as we can be. Um, and Transformation Goddess is the is my main website now, and and that is where I have a, a blog available and a coaching experience available. And the blog is really growing um, beautifully, and we do have podcasts and Divine Feminine Spotlight interviews, like the one that we did with you, Karen. Um, we're also yeah, we're also inviting guest bloggers to come once a month and share, and it's really turning into a, a wonderful place of sharing transformational experiences and, you know, from a place of this um, divine, feminine, um, juicy, healthy, soulful, sensual, sacred exploration. That's, you know, that's where we're at. Um, we have coaching circles and all kinds of free goodies and, you know, just anything that I can possibly share to help women um, come back to that place of, of understanding that they deserve luscious moments of self-care to balance out all of the loving energy that they generously give to others. Shan, thank you so much for being on the show today. Can you remind people how to connect with the website and about the secret coupon code? Sure, I'd be happy to. You can visit sacredheartteachings.com. And your 20% off coupon is out of the fog. That is the coupon code out of the fog, all lowercase. And that will bring you a 20% discount. And uh, just wonderful to be here with you today, Karen. And I hope that uh, we help many listening put their energy where their joy is. Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much, Shan. That was Shan Vanderleek. You can find out more about Shan and her work at sacredheartteachings.com. Use your secret coupon code out of the fog, all lowercase, all squished together out of the fog for 20% off if the Sacred Heart Teachings feel right to you. Now that is all the time we have for today. Don't forget to head over to fogcitypsychic.com and click on everything. I'd love to connect with you for a private session if that feels right to you. And check out the links on the homepage. You can register for the free class on April 3rd. That's especially great stuff for those of us who are wanting to move out of fear, release that pattern of fear, and move into grace. Next week at this time on Empower Radio, my guest will be Maya White, and I'm so glad you were listening today. Together we're spreading a little more light in the world, and a little more light is always a good thing. Until next time, I'm wishing you peace. Peace.